Arab Shavuos. And as we enter any Yantif, we have to know what the motif of the Yantif is. You know, every, every Yantif in the world of uh, clip art has its own, uh, has its own special icon. Um, obviously, Pesach, you'd have Matzis, and you'd have the Dalakaisis, and Sukkot, you'd have the Sukkah, and the Dalakminim. Rosh Hashanah would, of course, be the Shaifer, Hanukkah, the Menorah. And the question is, what would you naturally make the icon of Shavuos? I think most of us would probably make it a, a Saras Hadibrais or a Tyra. Some might make it a piece of cheesecake or flowers. I think if I were to make an icon, I would make for the Chag of Shvuas a heart. The Tyra tells us in Parshas Yisrael, that when Klal Yisrael encamped at the foot of Har Sinai, Vayichan Shom Yisrael Neged Ahar, Klal Yisrael encamped Neged Ahar by the, by the mountain. And you don't have to be a big baldiktuk to know that Vayichan is not the right usage. It should have said Vayachanu. Vayachanu is the plural of encampment. Klal Yisrael as a nation, they camped. Vayichan is the singular. And Rashi brings the Chazal that it was ki'ishachad, b'levechad, that when Klal Yisrael came to Matantaira, they were united as one. We were one person with one heart. And to me, that's what Shavuos is. Shavuos is a Kabbalah satire, no doubt, but it's much deeper than that. It's not just a day that we remind ourselves that we received the Torah from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but we also remind ourselves that when we received the Torah, we were forged into a nation, and we became one, and we had achtos with each other. And the Ben Adam that came about through Kabbalah Satira is one of the main legacies of Kabbalah Satira. I remember when I was a Bachar and I went to Eretz Yisrael to learn Yeshiva, it wasn't such an easy um, choice. And in the end, for whatever reason, I ended up deciding, together with my parents, to go to Kaltaira. And it wasn't a natural choice of yeshiva. It was mostly Israelis. There were, I would say, a good 98% of the place was Israelis, and it was a very big yeshiva. And the vast majority were people that didn't speak English. They had no idea of what an American was. And then there were a smattering of chutznikim, as we were called, Americans, some British, some French, Belgians. And it was a difficult adjustment to make from America to Israel. And I came after Pesach for, the, for that Zman, for the summer Zman. And I was adjusting and getting used to things a little bit. And then came Shavuos. And I was learning Shavuos night in the Beis Medrash, and it was a roaring Kaltaira, hence its name. And all of a sudden, something happened in the Beis Medrash that I never saw before in my life, in all the Shavuos nights that I had lived up until that point. Everybody all of a sudden started getting up in the Beis Medrash and dancing dancing around the perimeter of the base Medrash, and they were singing, Uvo, Chulam, Bibris, Yachad, Nasev, Nishma, Amru, Kachad. 
And they pulled me in, and we danced around for about maybe 10, 15 minutes, and then we sat down again and learned the whole Medrash, hundreds of people. And then an hour later, again, the same thing, everybody got up and they sang again, Uba Ochulam Yachad. And I never really understood, I never asked, I should say, what the reason for the minig is, but in my mind, there were two reasons for this minig. The first thing was because you get tired towards night, and sometimes you need a little bit of a, of an, a burst of adrenaline. And so in order to enhance the limanat tairan shvuas night, that was the fanning of the flames of Tyra. But I think there was another reason. And that's for the other din of Shavuos. Not just the Bein Adam HaMakim, not just the Tyra, but also the fact that we are a nation as one. With the Tyra we combine the Tyra as Ma'achidas. HaKadosh Parcho Ka'iraisa Yisrael Chadu. We're all one. And we became one through Kabbalah Satayra. And when we sing and dance together as one, Uvo, Chulam, Bibris, Yachad, that we came together in the united covenant, Nasev and Nishma, Amruk, Echad. It reminded us of what Kabbalah Satayra was. It wasn't just the receiving of a book of laws. It was the combining of Shishim Rebai of 600,000 Nishamas into one. So that we could better serve the Rabbi Nishayim. And later that night, some of my American friends, they said, Bamberger, you want to come? We're going to the Kaiso. I said, you're going to the Kaiso? And we were, it wasn't a Tivarie. We weren't like a, you know, three minute walk from the Kaiso or a one minute walk. We were, in Bayit Vagan, it was like an hour walk. I said, no, nah, I don't think so. I think I'm going to stay and learn. He said, come on, let's go. I said, okay. So we walked and we walked and we walked, and as we were getting closer to the Makamah Mikdash, Alofim and Rivavais of Kal Yisrael, Anoshim, Noshim, Etaf, were walking through the Shuk, and you mamish felt like Achas And you felt that Achas. It was such a perfect evening of Taira and Achas. Of the Taira, the Aserah Sadibris, and the Lave of Kal Yisrael as one beating. There's a brisker rub on this Zemer. It's Yaina Matzah by Manayach. On this verse, on this charuz of the zamer, uvochulam bivrisiachad, nasa v'nishma amrukachad. The biskerav says a beautiful pshat. It seems from the zamer that it's connected. The nasa v'nishma was related in some way to coming together bivrisiachad. And he says a brilliant pshat. He says that imagine if Klayisel would have said nishma before nasa. If we would have first said, HaKadosh Baruch we're going to hear the Taira, and then we're going to do the Taira, that would not be a bris yachad. Because each and every yid is different. We know we have a room full of people, every single person in the room has a different IQ, has a different Havana, has a different way of learning. Some people are very big Lamdanim, some people are not, some people have great Bikiyas, some people do not. Some people are enjoy learning halacha. Some don't. Some like learning Gemara. Some don't. Some like learning Mishnayis, Chumash, Navi. Everybody has their own thing that they like to hear. If we would have said Nishma Benasa, let's hear, let's hear the Torah, it would have been the most ununited bris. Because we're all different. Everybody hears things on a different level. That's not united. 
because we said Nasev Nishma, we all said sight unseen will do. To say I'll do is something that is a universal concept. Kali Yisrael together said we'll do. After that we'll hear. That's what created a bris yachad. That was what was able to define us as a nation united in this Kabbalah Satira. It had to be that way. If it would have been disparate, disparate if we would have each been Makabal the Torah through the way we hear it, that would not be a bris yachad, says the bris karab. Uvo chulam bris yachad, nasev inishma amru keachad. Shvuas is man of achdus. And the achdus comes as a reflection of the Kvay Shamayim in the world. I think that's why the Zemmer, that line ends. We opened up our mouths and we said Hashem Echad. At Ma'antairah we were able to see Kaviyachal B'Shchinah. We heard from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we were to the highest Madrega of Nebuah. Meshra Abeno was able to see things, to speak to the Rabbani Shalom, the Hakit B'Shalom, Kal Yisrael were able one time in history, to be able to makabo nevuah, not the chalayim. Rav Shimon Schwab, by the way, parenthetically, says a beautiful chat to explain the mysterious reason why Klai Yisrael would sleep on the night of Shavuos, and every Shavuos, from then on, we had this minute to stay awake as a kapara for what Klai Yisrael did. I mean, Klai Yisrael were not lazy. Kal Yisrael were not at all in any way, not interested in being Makabal Vatayra. They said Matzav and Ishma. Why would they go to sleep that night? Knowing that HaKadosh Baruch was going to soon give them the Tayra, shouldn't they be awake anticipating Kabbalah Satayra? Rav Schwab says a beautiful Tahar. He says that of course they were anxiously awaiting Kabbalah Satayra. But they thought that it was going to be a Misa of Nebuah. They thought Kabbalah Satayra was going to be the Chalayim. They went to sleep imagining that that sleep would be the Kabbalah Satayra. Because who are we to be awake and to get a Nebuah? We're not Misha Rabbeinu. And they went to sleep on Manas to be Makabal But they made a mistake because HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted to give them the Torah B'Hakitz V'Leib B'Chalayim. It was an innocent mistake, it was a well-intentioned mistake, but it was a mistake. When Klai Yisrael were Zaychet to this Hiskalos of the Shechina by Matan Torah, we had to be one because we were reflecting HaKadosh Baruch Hu. U'fasku v'anu Hashem Echad. By us saying, Nasev and Nishma, we were basically saying, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you are one. Atah Echad, V'Shimcha Echad, Umikamcha Yisrael, Vayechad Baretz. If you are one, then we have to be one. If we are your nation, then we have to be exactly like you. We have to have Achdus. We have to be together. Ba'ava, Bechiba, Bereus, Be'edidus. Because that's what you want from us. You are one, and we have to reflect that oneness. Reb Shalomi Bells, one of the great Belzer Rebbe's, explains what that means in that Zemmer. He says that Chazal tell us that whenever HaKadosh Baruch Hu said an Asay of Asar Sadibris that we heard from him, we would say, Hey, yes, we're Makabal that, we'll do that. And whenever he said Allah, when he said Leisachmaid and Leisinaf and Leisignaf, HaKadosh Klai Yisrael responded, Loi. Frechter of Shalom Bells, what did Klai Yisrael say when HaKadosh Baruch Hu said Anoichin Loyeh? And we know that Anoichin Loyeh were said together. They were said in unison. And also... Zachar and Shomer were also said in unison. 
What did Klai Yisrael say to that? Zachar and Shomer is at, at once. Hanoichim and Layiya were set together. What did Klai Yisrael respond? Did they say yes or no? Rav Shalom Bell says to that, they said, Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekein Hashem Echad. The one statement that we can make when we hear Hanoichim and Layiya together is Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekein Hashem Echad. Achtos. We hear Achtos. We, we hear Hanoichim and Layiya That's Echad. I wanted to say once that Reb Shleimah Levi Al-Kabitz and L'Chadaydi will sing tonight in Mitzvah Hashem. I think he says the same word in L'Chadaydi. He says, Shomar B'Zachar B'Divar Echad Hishmiyanu Kelamiyuchad Hashem says, Shamar B'Zachar. At once. He said it in one word. Hashem Echad Ushmai Echad. Hashem Luciferus. When we heard Shamar B'Zachar B'Divar Echad, what we responded is, Hashem Echad Ushmai Echad. Achdus. When you hear Shabbos, when you hear there's one response that a yid responds, and that is Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekein Hashem Echad. And that's what Kla Yisrael were doing at the foot in Matan Taira, Ki Ish Echad, Belev Echad, being Mechabel on themselves, Achtos, as reflected in the Rabbi Nishlam's Achtos. HaKadosh Baruch declares us as an Am Echad Baaretz, and we, in turn, declare that HaKadosh Baruch is Echad, Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekein Hashem Echad. That's the relationship that we have with Rabbi Nishlam. That's what Shavuos is. Shavuos is a Zman of Kabbalah's Hatayra, but it's also a Zman of Achtos. I want to say over a vart that we learned last week from Rapinkus. For those of you that were in the Vad, it's Chazara. For those of you that weren't, it's an amazing Kiddush that Rapinka says, and it, it struck me so. And I want to Chazar it a little bit because it's so important. Rav Shimshon Pinkus. He says as follows. We know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that Klai Yisrael rather were Ma'achid on Shavuos. We were one Ki'ish Echad B'Leid Echad. The question is that if you read the Psukim in Parshish Yisrael, B'Negei Man Taira, there seems to be a stira to that. HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells Meish Rabbeinu Lech Reid V'Lisa Ata V'Arnimach HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells Moshe Rabbeinu, and this is how Rashi interprets the Pasuk, go down and then you're going to come back up. You're going to be on the top of Harsinai. Maybe a couple of hundred feet down will stand Aaron. Then beneath him will be the Kaihanim. And then the Am will be separate from them. And that's going to be the moment of Harsinai. You're going to have Meishu Rabbeinu, you're going to have Aaron, you're going to have Kaihanim, then you're going to have the rank-and-file Jews. And that's Maimon Harsinai. Fractor Pincus, isn't that the opposite of Achthus? How does that stim, how does that jive? With the Achthus that we always speak about, that Kali Yisrael achieved, that Mantaira, Lechaira, it would have been much better to like put Klai Yisrael in one big room or one big area and mix them up, stir the pot, and have Kaihanim, Levim, Yisraelim, everyone together as one. Why are you separating people? Why are you creating this class system? That seems so opposite Achthus. It's so contrary to our, you know, to our concept of what it means to be one. One means we're together. We're all in it together. 
Kayhanim, Levim, Yisraelim, Moshe, Aaron, that seems to be completely the opposite. That's not aftas, that's separation. Aaron Pincus gives us a very, very fundamental insight about aftas and about life. He says that the Rambam famously says that every single person is Roy Leis Kamesha Rabbeinu. Everybody can be like Mesha Rabbeinu. And everybody asks on this Rambam, what is the Rambam talking about? How is that possible? We just described a few minutes ago, Mesha Rabbeinu was the Adain Hanavian. He was the Rabbin Shal Yisrael. He was the Messiah of Torah. It's Tairas Meisha, Zichru Tairas Meisha Abdi. Meisha Rabbeinu was sui generis. Meisha Rabbeinu was not something that you could clone. Meisha Rabbeinu is not something you could imitate. Meisha Rabbeinu is not somebody that we could in any way resemble. Meisha Rabbeinu was one shtick Kedusha. He was pure Kedusha Vitara. He went up to Harsinai, Arbam, Yom, Arbam, Laila, Lechem, Layochau. Umayim Leishasa. Moshe Rabbeinu spoke Beheketz V'loi B'chalayim. Moshe Rabbeinu was the Messiah of Torah, Torah Shebechsav and Torah Shebaopet. Moshe Rabbeinu took us through the Midbar. He was the Manig Yisrael. He was Moshe Nefesh B'chalai Yisrael. In Mitzrayim until the last day of his life, he brought the the Esher Makis, onto the Egyptians. He was, me? You're saying in the same sentence, paragraph, me and Meshur Abeinu, what are you talking about? It doesn't make sense even. I mean, it's ridiculous. Arapinkus says, I think, what's the commonly given tarots, and that is, the Rambam never meant that we could be Meishrabenu. The Rambam meant that just like Meishrabenu was able to completely utilize the kaychas that God gave him in life to the max, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave him so much he gave him so much bina and so much das and so much kivura. And Maitre Rabbeinu didn't squander the gifts that he was given, but rather he squeezed them out. In Yiddish they say, to nutz the kaifas, to be able to completely squeeze out of yourself the kaifas that HaKadosh Baruch gave you. That's what Maitre Rabbeinu was to us. Maitre Rabbeinu stands as a seminal for all time of a human being's potential. And not just his potential, but meeting that potential. And we are right to be Meshur Rabbeinu. We're never going to be Meshur Rabbeinu. But we each can be ourselves in the form of Meshur Rabbeinu. We could each figure out who we are, what HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave me as my talents, as my gifts, and try to utilize that to the best of our human capabilities. That's what the Rambam meant. The famous Hasidic master of Zusha Manipoli famously said, I'm not afraid that when I get up to Shamayim, they're going to ask me why weren't you Meshur Abenu? says, I could say to him, at that time, please don't make me laugh. I was not Meshur Abenu because I'm not Meshur Abenu. I'm not afraid of that question. That question I could easily deflect. And I'm not afraid that I'm going to get up to Shemayim and they're going to ask me, why weren't you David HaMelech? He says, I'm not David HaMelech because I'm not David HaMelech. That doesn't keep me up at night, that question. What does keep me up at night is that they're going to ask me, Zusha, why weren't you Zusha? And that's a question that I will not be able to have a good answer for. Agav, I saw from Rav Chaim Kanievsky, 
I think it's in the Derech Sicha. The Derech Sicha is a safer. They basically take either my Marechazal, Vertlach, quote something, and they just throw it all over Chaim Kanyaski and see how he feels each pitch. Like, you know, what does Chaim do with this? Is it, is it, in his mind, is this Memra, is this Vart, does it, is it Eiskehalp, does it make sense or not? And, you know, Chaim Kanyaski with his encyclopedic mind and his Ruch HaKadosh, he's able to cut to the core of everything as he sees it. And so it's a fascinating safer. And one of the things that they asked him was, this quote from Zusha Manipoli, is it Das Taira or not? Is it, how does a Litvak look at that, at that memo? He says, a beautiful vart, it's a great quote. He says, there's only one problem. It goes against the Rambam. Because the Rambam says that, Roy Kalish that you should be haunted at night in your sleep that they're going to ask you why you weren't Meshra Abenu. So I don't know what Rabzusha is talking about. What does he do with that Rambam? But I think with Rapinkas we could be Miyashiv Rabzusha. Because that's good for what Rabzusha was saying. He was saying that that's not what the Rambam means. The Rambam doesn't mean that I'm going to be Meshra Abenu. That's not what keeps me up and I'm not worried about that because I'm not Meshra Abenu. What I am worried about is the my chat in the Rambam. And that is that I'm supposed to be Zusha like Moshe Rabbeinu. I'm supposed to maximize the Zusha in me and I can't. And I haven't. And that's what keeps me up at night. And Rapinkas tells us a Yisaid each and every person has to understand that they have a unique mission in life. We spoke about a few weeks ago how everyone has their own chalik and tyro. That's a very important thing to keep in mind on Shavuos. But it's more than that. It's not just that I have my own chalik and tyro that I have to try to rediscover what the Malach taught me inside of my mother. Every person has a mission that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives them, an assignment in life that they have to do, they have to accomplish. And until the mission has been accomplished, they are indebted to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and the debt has not been paid yet, until finally they could say mission accomplished. Meshra Rabbeinu had his mission. Aaron had his mission. The Kayanim had their unique mission. And the rest of Klai Yisrael every single year had their own unique mission to fulfill. And they were assigned that mission at Har Sinai. And by Kabbalah Satira, they were able to each and every one of them understand their unique mission. Understand what makes me different, what makes me special, what makes me unique. Be able to understand that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to give me the personal siyat dishmaya to fulfill whatever I need to do. And most importantly, understand that no one else of the Shishim Rebbe has my mission. And what they have to do, they're equipped for with their equipment, and I have my own personal equipment to accomplish my mission. And that is Achtos. Achtos does not mean that we're all doing the same thing, that we're all clones of one another. That's not Achtos. Achtos means that we're all here, we all have a unified mission, but each and every one of us has to do a unique mission in order to accomplish the greater mission. I guess the best muscle is an army. In order for an army to be an army, if every single person in the army is all tank drivers, or they're all pilots, or they're all privates, whatever they're doing, if everyone's the same, that's not an army. They're only an army because you have a you have an air force, and you have a, a navy, and you have and you have foot soldiers, you have tanks, you have jeeps, you have all types of things, people with different professions within the army, and we're all doing the same thing. 
if you have an orchestra, you know, by your chasna, and you forgot to tell them exactly the instruments that you wanted, and all of a sudden you have ten drummers coming to the chasna and nothing else, that ain't a band. What do you mean? They look like a band. There's a lot of people with instruments, but that's not a band. A band means you need one drummer, and you need a guitarist, and you need uh, a guy on the flute, and a guy on the trumpet, and a guy on the clarinet, and a guy... That's a band. And together, they create a beautiful music. That's actus. Actus is when you have many different people doing something together to accomplish a certain result. And they do it so seamlessly and so perfectly. That's actus. That's reflective of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the Kol Yachol. HaKadosh Baruch Hu does everything simultaneously. And that's how we have to do it. As a nation, we have to accomplish so much, but individually. And if we're all trying to emulate one another, we're all looking at everybody else and being jealous of what they're accomplishing, then it's going to be the opposite of Achtas. That's not Achtas, that's Pirud. Because then nobody's doing what they're supposed to be doing. This is the hardest challenge of life. Everybody wants to be, you know, somebody once was mad to me what it's like to be a politician in Washington. You have, I think, 435 congressmen, and you have 100 senators, and you have a cabinet, and you have a vice president, and you know what they all want? They all want to be president someday. All of them. Every single one of them, 535 people in the, in the Senate, in the Congress, they all want to be president. Everybody wants to be president. But you can't be president. Not a, there's only one president at a time. And generally has four or eight years of, become, of being president, and you can't be president. You have to be happy sometimes with what you are. You made it to the Congress. You made it to the Senate. You're a vice president. That's enough. Be happy where you are. Be makaris mekaimai. You're going to live your whole life dreaming of being president. Okay. But it's a waste of a life. Everybody's dreaming in life. He wants to be a Rosh Hashiva. He wants to be the CEO of the company. He wants to be this. He wants to be that. And because of that, they don't realize that they're losing out on what they are supposed to be in life. The Gevir wants to be the Tamachacham. The Tamachacham wants to be the Gevir. The Lamdan wants to have Bikiyas. And the Baki wants to be a Lamdan. And the Mechaber Svarim wants to be a Balkairi. And the Balkairi wants to be the Chazan. And the Chazan wants to be... So nobody's happy. Everybody's trying to do something else. Instead of looking internally and saying, this is what I am. HaKadosh Baruch gave me a mission. I must not falter for my mission. I have to do what I need to do for Him. And together as one, I'll appreciate the Rosh Hashiva. And I'll appreciate the Gabbai. And I'll appreciate the Baal Tzedakah. And I'll appreciate the doctor and the Hatzawa guy and the Chaveirim guy. All of these together make a beautiful society together, but only if we can appreciate what we're doing is important and it's vital. Klal Yisrael by Mantari, you know why they had Kishach of Leibachad? Not because they became some morphed individual person without any ambition of being different. Every single person was makir as mekaymai, and they were able to look at the top of our Sinai and say, Baruch Hashem, we have a Meishu Rabbeinu. I am not Meishu Rabbeinu. He is Meishu Rabbeinu. And that's Aaron Akayim. He has that job. That's not my job. That's his job. And then there are Kayanim. They work in the base of Mikdash. I wasn't a Kayim. But I have my own job. Maybe I'm a lady. Maybe I'm Yisrael, maybe I'm a farmer that I can give trumas and maishas to the Kayhanim and to Levim. Maybe I'm a Talmud Chacham that I can teach Kayhanim and Levim, they're Avaida. Maybe I'm a Chaytev Eitzim, Chaytev Eitzim, Shaybe Mayim, maybe I'm the water carrier, that's also important. Everything is important. But don't get depressed if you don't feel that you should get more and you're not getting it. 
Obviously, you should have ambition in life. You shouldn't be always mystopic for more. You should want to steig. You should want to be greater in whatever you're doing. But what you're doing, maximize that and stop looking at what Yenim is doing. Because when you run a race and you're looking at the guy on either side of you, you're going to lose the race. You're only running a race against one person, that's yourself and your potential. You have to look at your friend and if he's a bigger Tamachacham, use him as a role model. Be happy for him that he's a Tamachacham, that he's accomplished so much. And you can have a little kinah him and try to use him to accomplish more with yourself. But don't get depressed over it. Figure out what makes you special. How you're going to serve the Rabbani Shalom in your unique way and together you'll be creating that symphony that HaKadosh Baruch Hu loves to hear. The last of the Memches Kinyani Atayra that we know corresponds to the the Yimea is one which would, to me, I wouldn't have put it there. I would have put it like somewhere in the middle. Not the last. The last is the climax. The last is the one that is right at the foot of Har Sinai, of Matantara, of Kabbalah Satara. Today is the 48th one. Today is the 48th Kinyin Hatayra. Tomorrow is Shabbos. That's the day that we have to try to chazer all the Nemchas Kinyin Hatayra, says the Bali Musar. But every single day, from the beginning of Sirah until today, today is the 48th day of the Sirah. And guess what the Kenyan is? Of all the 48 Kenyan Atayra, all the Svarim agree. There are different gear size, you know, how to get to the number 48, which order it's in. And it gets confusing sometimes if you want to try to, you know, use an appropriate day vis-a-vis that Kenyan. So Lag Baimer, you know, is is Ayves Habrias. If you like that way of counting, there, are, if you if you use different versions of Pergayavis, it comes out to a different different King Natayr. But clearly, I'm a Levi. That the forty eighth King Natayr today is King Natayr. Is that Havi Aimer Kala Aimer Davar B'Shem Amrei Mevi Gula Lailam. If you say something, B'Shem Amrei, if I quote you, if you tell me a vart and I say, oh, i got to tell you a beautiful vart that I am told me. Beautiful vart. Amevi Gulalaylam. That's the Memches Kinyani. I said, that's the 48. That's the climax. I mean, it's important. You know, we're taught we should never plagiarize. We shouldn't take credit for other people's work. Obviously, but that's a given. That's, uh, I guess that's basic, you know, morality. That's the 48th Kinin HaTayra. And based on Rapinkas, what I'd like to suggest is that that's the Vart. The prelude to Matantayra is Havi Aymer Dabar B'Shem Amrai. Do you know why it's such a challenge to say something over in your name? Because it hurts me. I should have been Bechadish that bar. Why wasn't I thinking like that? You said that bar. It's a Pashra bar. It's so clear. It's so crystal nice. It's good. I want that bar for myself. That should have been my bar. I always say, you know, when I was young, I used to hear a friend of mine used to say that Shikha is the best Baal Mechadish. Which means you forget. You know, you forget. You hear it. You know, you heard her bar once. Over the course of time, you forgot who told it to you, so you're kinda, you have it for yourself. Shikha is the best bamachai. A lot of times you think it's a chiddish, it's not really a chiddish, it's deep back in the recesses of your brain. Somebody told you that bark, and you're repeating it now, you're kinda bishina Hashem. Instead of quoting it from him, you're quoting it from you. That's a natural human instinct. I want people to think that I'm the brilliant one. I don't want to like say somebody else is smart. I could say, I mean, it's not so difficult for me to quote her of Kibeger. It's not difficult for me to quote her of Pincus. It's not difficult for me to quote her of Chaim Kanievsky because that's a different league. But if I quote 
somebody that I'm sitting on the same bench with, somebody in the same base medrash with, and I say, I gotta tell you about, he said, he's, he's mama, she's a, he's a guy. My friend is a guy. Listen to the chat that he told me in this Gemara and this Tysus and this Rashi. Listen to this Daher on Shlois that he said. Do you know how difficult that is for a human being? For me to say over something in your name and give you credit instead of me taking the personal credit for it, instead of me stealing it and just saying the Vart as if it was mine? You know who could do that? You know who could do that with ease and with joy and with pleasure? Only somebody who's makiris mekayma. Only somebody that realizes that I'm pretty good myself. I have a lot going for me. Now, I might not have thought of that vart, but I think of other varts. Or even if I don't think of a single vart my whole life, I went through a whole life, I wasn't a chadish, a single thing, but you know what? I clean the base medrash when nobody's looking. I fill up the urn so that the people that are really good lamdanim, they're able to drink a coffee and be mechadish mortaira. I put away the svarim so that people could find the svarim when they're looking for them. I'm pretty good. I do a lot of good myself. I might not be the Maishra Abena on the top of the hair. I might not be Aaron. I might not be a Kayin. But I don't have to be. That's their problem. I got my own challenge. I have my own mission. My mission is not their mission. I'm proud that there's a Maishra Abenu. I'm proud that there are Kaihanim and there are Aaron's. It's good. They're amazing. We need Gedalim. Not jealous of Gedalim. Baruch Hashem, we have Gedalim. When Maishra Abenu heard that Nadav that that, uh, that 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 there are people that are being misnabe b'machana el dodo made them misnabe b'machana. What did Meishar Benu say? He said, "Halavai, halavai, everybody should be neviim." Wasn't jealous. Everybody should be talmid chacham. I shouldn't be jealous if I see people sitting and learning and shtaying and becoming great. Halavai, Klal Yisrael should all have great great talmid chachamim. And I'm happy. We need that. HaKadosh Baruch Hu needs that in his orchestra, but he needs me also. I can quote him because I'm proud of him. I realize that that's his Chelikin Torah, that's his Shikol Torah. I'll have my own. But Ein Malchus Negas B'chaverta Afil He's not taking a mashu away from me and I can't take a mashu away from him. He is who he is. I am who I am. And together we'll create the most beautiful symphony for the Bariyalam. That's Kabbalah's Hatayr. That's Achtas. There's so many Kaychas in Yeshiva. There's so many people. And each one contributes their own special contribution to Yeshiva and to Mantaira, to the Rabbinish Lailam. And it's important for us all to recognize that we all have a place in yeshiva. I'll tell you a mice of the Rav Shach. Rav Shach, you know, for those of you that learned in Eretz Yisrael, in many yeshivas in Eretz Yisrael, like in the Mir, in Panovich, Kaltaira, and small yeshivas, they have shtenders. There's no tables like we have. They have shtenders. Everybody, benches and shtenders. Thousands of shtenders. And there's also something called a sponge. Sponge is like, you know, the Arab workers come in and they, or whatever, whoever, whoever is doing the floors, and they basically take, you know, water and they splash it all over the tile floors, and then they take a, a mop and they start mopping it all up. But in order to do that in yeshiva, it's very difficult. Here it's not so hard. You, know, you move some chairs away and, and, you, and you're good. You have access to the floor. But now to Israel, you have to get under all of the standards. So it was a big job. You can imagine in Panovich based Medrash, there were hundreds and hundreds, maybe over a thousand shtenders. Guess who was the one that picked up all these shtenders every single morning so that the Arab could come and do a sponger? A yid by the name of Elazar Menachem Man Shach, of Lazar Shach, the Gadol Adar, the Manek Adar. He's a Chvayde 
used to take every single shtender and put it on a bench and some people caught him like early in the morning and said, what in the world is Rosh Shiva doing? Why is Rosh Shiva doing this? This is menial labor. This is not for the Rosh Shiva. And he says, listen. He says, I get a paycheck. I get a salary from Yeshiva to give shiurim. And I try to give good shiurim. He says, but do I know that all the shiurim that I'm giving are our Eiskehalten, that it's all perfectly designed, that the lumdus is always right, my svaris are right, and my 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 hanachas are right, and my terutzim are right, and my whole surah is right. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I am really honestly taking a paycheck from yeshiva for giving shiurim, because it might be ghetto. I might be stealing. Maybe I'm not doing enough. And Rav Shach, trust me, Rav Shach did enough. But there are mountains and mountains of stories about how Rav Shach, you know, in terms of his godless entire, his amelos, his benam lechavera, his people with talmidim, his people with the most, the people like in the furthest distances in the world from Panovich, Rav Shach was with them. But Rav Shach felt himself, I don't know, I don't want to be over any gazel. He says, I don't know if my svaris are good svaris, but you know what I do know? I know that when I take a shender and I put it on top of a bench, and I do that many times, I know that the Arab now has access to doing a sponge on the floor, and I did a job. That I know I'm earning money for. That I can honestly take a dollar for. My learning, I don't know. And Roshach also, I believe, used to put away the sarim in the base medrash. If Roshach could do it, we could do it. There is nothing more honorable than being mishamesh tamidei rachamim, than doing whatever yeshiva needs. There are so many tzrachim in yeshiva. There are so many things that need to be taken care of. I think in Kelm, they used to fight in the yeshiva on the base of Talmud in Kelm, which was a real great Musa yeshiva, one of the major Musa epicenters of the universe. They used to fight for who gets certain jobs in yeshiva. I think they used to bid on it. Like, you know, in some area we bid for, you know, either money or for blot or mishnayas or, or hours of musr. You know what they, and what do we bid on? We bid on the chashav kibudin, atareisa, and haishav achnasa, and hagbaglila, and, you know, we get our friends and whatever. We it's very exciting. Everybody wants the kibud. Everybody wants, you know, to get an ali on, 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 you know, chasim tayra, chasim bereshit, v'kishmak ha'kibudim. Guess what went for the highest bid, whatever they were bidding, I don't know if they were bidding money or probably blocks, the highest bid in Kelm, guess what it was? It wasn't for atareisa, that was like the, no one wanted that. Nobody wanted chasim tayra, chasim bereshit. The highest bidder, the highest bidding, the most energetic bidding, of all the kibbutzim in Kalamos, who gets, and you'll excuse my expression, who gets to clean the toilets in the yeshiva? To them, that was the ultimate kibbutz. Kibbutz? It's disgusting. It's Do you realize the greatest covet is to be mevazi yourself for Torah? To be able to be meiser nefesh for Torah a little bit. Some of us are able to do that by sitting and learning. And that's the most unbelievable thing in the world. If you're able to be meister never to break your heart and to break your life in order to understand the Shver Rambam, there's nothing more glorious than that. But not all of us are able to do it, or even if we are, maybe we're worried like Rav Shach, that who knows if it's enough. The greatest covet in life is to give covet to Yenim. To make sure that Tamid Chacham have a clean place in the base Hakisei. Have a clean base Medish when they wake up in the morning. Have water in the urn. Make sure that there are no dirty tissues on the tables. Make sure 
that there's maybe some food in the pantry once in a while, that there are tissues that the island needs. All of these things, you know how great that is. That's Kabbalah Taira. That's Achtos. It means I'm thinking about other people. I want to promote Taira in any which way. If I'm not able to do it in the Taira way, I'll do it in another way. I'm Machtiv you. You're Tamar Chacham. Here I am. I'm going to give over my covet to you. I'm going to be Aymer Dabar B'Shem Mamre. I'm going to glorify you. And that's Kabbalah Satayra. That's Aymer Dabar B'Shem Mamre. To be able to love somebody else means to be able to appreciate their mindless. Not to say that you're me and that I'm you. We're different. But I love the differences between us. I love the fact that you're more ambitious than I. Because you need to be ambitious to accomplish what you're doing in life. I'm lucky that you're so successful because maybe I'll, maybe you'll be able to, to be Mephanis the Yeshiva someday. Every single person has to be able to understand that that's what Achtos is. To imachshiv gedaylam, to imachshiv minicham, to imachshiv kvirim. Not to be jealous. Everybody wants to be a billionaire, and everybody wants to be a rashiva, and everybody wants to be, you know, the paisik hadar. That's not necessarily what Klai Yisrael needs. We have those. We need you. And the second that I'm able to understand that is when you make a personal Kabbalah satire with the Rabbi Yishayim. And then we're able to say Nasev and Ishma together. And that's the bris yachad. I don't know if there's going to be another shmuz this year. Maybe there will, maybe there won't. But... I want to personally give each and every one of you a bracha. And it's a pure berchas adjit. And you should all be zayich in life to realize how great you are. And understand that the potential that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave each and every one of you is so infinite that you should never look at anybody else and not again should be happy for other people because you have that little secret inside of you that you know how great you are. And even if you haven't yet begun to scratch the surface of your potential, know that you will if you just merely set your mind to it. Your dreams in life you should try to fulfill. Don't take other people's dreams. Don't steal other people's ideas. Find your own way in life. Figure out what you're supposed to be doing with your life and do it to the best of your ability. And you'll see godless in your life that way. That's the only way to do it. And there's a lot of pressure sometimes not to. A lot of people are telling you, you know, do this and do that and that's not going to succeed and that's not going to be financially viable. And you have to sit down with, with somebody that you trust and you have to talk over your plans, of course. But if you have a dream, you have to fulfill that dream. Because that dream is perhaps what HaKadosh Baruch Hu is whispering in your ear that this is what I want you to do. And one more Yisrael for Shavuos to take with us. The Shlach Kaddish says HaShavuos is Rosh Hashanah for Tyra. There's Rosh Hashanah on the first day of Tishrei and that's Rosh Hashanah for Gizunt and for Parnassah, and for Chayim itself. And then we have a Rosh Hashanah tomorrow night. And it's a Rosh Hashanah that's different, but it's very similar for Bnei Taira. It's Rosh Hashanah for Taira. How much time am I going to learn this coming year? How much Asmad am I going to be Zaychah to? How much... Am I going to be able to write in my notebook? How good a Chavrus am I going to be Zaycha to an El? 
how much nachas ruach will I be able to give the Rabbanishon through my Lubna Taira? For Ben Taira, there's no difference between oxygen and Taira. Taira is life. They say once the Rebbech Bear was by, a, by some meeting or a dinner or a shower or something, somebody was getting up and speaking, and he said that Taira is oxygen. If I was sitting on the dais, I'd probably nod my head and say, that's a good bar. Taira is oxygen. Rebbech Bear was not happy with that line. And Rebbech Bear gives a clap, and he gets up and he says, I want to correct that statement. Taira is not oxygen. Taira is life itself. Oxygen is not life. Oxygen is a chetimsa to live. Taira is not a chetimsa to live. Taira is life itself. It's so important for us as B'nai Taira to be able to daven on Shavuos like we've never daven before. And to daven not only that we should be matzliach in Taira, but that our Chavrusa should be matzliach in Taira, that our Shir should be matzliach in Taira, that our Rabbeim should be matzliach in Taira. Because that's Achtos. To be happy with the successes and, and the accomplishments of Yemen. And to want to give Yenem more and more. I was at a recent uh, yeshiva dinner the other night. And one of the rabbeim were honored and he said, I forgot which Hasidish Rebbe it was, you'll forgive me. But there was a Hasidish Rebbe and he, had a, he was making a chasna for his son. And he was supposed to be Misad Kedushan by his son's chasna. And Rav Aaron Kotler came to the chasna. Rabbi Aaron Kotler was a Sarah Taira. And the Rebbe says, right before the Chuppah, he goes over to Rabbi Aaron and he says, you're Messiah the Kedushin here. Rabbi Aaron says, no, you're the Rebbe, you're the father of the Chassan, absolutely not. And the Rebbe insisted he would not step down until Rabbi Aaron went up and was Messiah the Kedushin. And Rabbi Aaron was Messiah the Kedushin. And after the Chuppah, the son, the chassan, came over to his father and said, Tata, I wanted you to be Masadi Kedushin. Why weren't you Masadi Kedushin? The father said to the son, he says, you know, to be Masadi Kedushin is, is covered. He says, covered, covered is a vile, a vile thing in life. Covered is disgusting. That's some covered is like, it's fat, it's disgusting. So if covet is so disgusting, why did the Rabbi Nishlam make something called covet in the world? Why is there this concept of covet that everybody's running after if it's so disgusting? That there's one reason why Kedush Baruch Hu gave covet to the world. And that is that a Yid is able to take covet and to give it to somebody else. That's covet. That's achtos. That's Kabbalah Satayim. To be able to be makiris makaymai, whether or not you're the biggest lamdin or you're the biggest amaris. But the love and the passion that I have for Tyra is so overwhelming that I want to take whatever covet I have, whatever HaKadosh Baruch Hu bestowed me, every kayach, every mayach that I have to try to think, how could I great, make the Tyra greater? That's the motto of a Yid. How could I do that? And I do that simply by giving cover to everybody else that's learning Tyra. By standing up for a Yid that's learning Tyra. For understanding that a Tamil Chacham is paramount. Kavad Tyra is paramount. And regardless of whether the person is older than you or younger than you, whether you went to elementary school together and he just sort of shot ahead of you, honor him! Give him the covet. Be makaras and give him the covet, and then the Rebbeinu will get nachas from us, and he'll give us what we need. But it all starts with the ability to share and to give and to appreciate others and to be misachid uvo chulam bivris yachad nasa v'nishma amrukecha. The icon, the symbol of shvuas, is a heart. It's a heart that beats as one recognizing the greatness of other Yidin, recognizing the greatness of the Torah, recognizing that no one can take my chalik away from me, and that I have to give my covet to somebody else.
Shabbi Zaycha to Makabal the Tayyab Ava, Davin, Bakayim Banu Chachmi Yisrael, how Gedailim are dwindling. We lost so many great Gedailim just over the last year and two. Davin, Lakayim Banu Chachmi Yisrael, the Chachmi Yisrael that we have, they should have refuah, they should be healthy, they should be strong. Davin for Klai Yisrael's Rabbanim, the Rashi Yeshivas, the Manhigim. Davin for all the B'nai Tyra, all the Avrechem, all the Tineke Shabbos Rabban, Shleitam Mutam Chet, Davin for everybody. And of course then, your Tzfilos will be answered as well. HaKadosh Baruch Hu should make each and every one of us tremendous G'dayle Tyra, Sare Tyra, Tamid HaKam Muvakim. And Amir Hashem, we should all be misachid together this year by the Kaisal Narabi Bibi Bibi Askel Sadak Mehir Bamino Amindam.